Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, it's a nice Monday for you. It's going to be 76 degrees today. Enjoy that because next Monday the high is 44 degrees. So it's going to change a little bit in the next week. 76, you say, Jerry? 76 today, yes. 76 degrees. And uh, partly sunny skies. It's Monday in New York City. Oh, yes. yeah. Jerry, I was uh, happy for Tom Brady yesterday. Yeah, the guy's been going through it. By the way, another terrible game. Again, until the, was the last drive. Boring. But you know what's funny about that, though? They had that second-to-last drive. Right. Where he goes incomplete on fourth down with a minute 44. And so I'm like, all right, well, they're going to get the ball. There's not going to be much time left. This game's over. I change, I literally, I'm like, I'm done. I've had enough of football today. I'm finished. <laughs> and I went inside. I do a couple of things because, you know, Rutgers starts tonight. And then I go upstairs and I put the Sunday night game on as to go to lay down. And I see on the bottom, you know, the I saw the score. I'm like, wait, what? What? So I had to go back, went to YouTube to see the highlights. I'm like, holy crap, good for him. That Mike Evans drops a lot of balls. They all drop a lot of balls, and yet they all complain. That's why if I'm a quarterback, start complaining when these guys drop the ball. Yeah, well, I think that that's what we see Aaron Rodgers doing. <laughs> well, but, uh, yeah. But Tom Brady, Mike Evans dropping balls. Yeah. Who's the other guy he throws to, the short guy? Are you talking? Um, uh, uh, Scotty Miller. Oh, yeah. Scotty Miller dropping balls. Then Scotty Miller made a lot of catches on that final drive. Sure. But again, like the Rams, when I was a big Cowboy fan in like the 80s, they used to go into prevent defense all the time. <laughs> this is what the Rams did. They're like, we'll give you everything except and for it the ball. Never, wor- I never don't understand works. why you don't continue to play the way it's been working for three <laughs> hours. <laughs> now let's give them short passes. Okay, let's do what we got to do. And it makes it so much easier for them. And let them go right down the field. I know. I'm well aware. I know. I think he was five. Of, that was his best drive of the game. Five of six, 60 yards in no time. In no time. Went right down there and yeah. beat the Rams. Pretty so much. I was happy for him because yeah. he's been going through it. Went over 100,000 passing yes. yards. Yep. For a career. Yeah. That Not was in the game, but cool. for a career. Yep. 100,000 in the game would have been awesome. That would have been something. That would have been a high scoring game. You had, uh, let's talk Dolphins Bears, Jerry. Tua. 302 yards, three touchdowns. And the Justin Fields, it, it was the most yards rushing for a quarterback. Yeah. Since, uh, they go, since at least 1940. We haven't been paying much attention prior to that. 
but at uh, least 1940. In, in a regular season game. Kaepernick did it in the playoffs more yards. Oh, is that right? They have to go through the uh, the loose-leaf packets of notes from yeah. the, uh, the, th- the 20s and 30s. Let's grab those tobacco papers <laughs> and see <laughs> That's right. who had the records back yeah. then. But, yeah, that was a uh, – uh, the Dolphins are, are really – I'm enjoying watching They're the Dolphins. Yeah. He's – Eddie, tell me if I'm wrong because he's really good. I'm not taking anything away from him. He had three throws, though, yesterday that were touchdowns if he doesn't underthrow his receiver. And there was a big – and it didn't, he's nodding, so I'm not wrong about this. He also had – it did not come back to bite them. He also had a brutal fourth down throw with his – I think it was the back – I think it was the running back out of the backfield, wide open, needed two yards. He throws it short, low, and right. And it was just a – but, 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 he's, he is – he's accurate, and he's good. So – and I think he'll only get better. But that could have been an easier win yesterday had he yeah. made a couple of other better throws. But he's he's done a nice job. Well, even in the Jet game, we talked about that Zach Wilson didn't make mistakes throwing interceptions. Right. But there were a couple times, and, and both Charles Davis and Ian talked about it, where on like key third downs, Zach Wilson had a guy and just threw it nowhere near mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Like open plays where the, the guy, the receiver... Got separation. There it is. You see him the whole time. just at the feet. Yeah. Or he threw the one to Mims, I think, like three feet over his head, and it would have been a circus catch. I mean, he didn't catch it, but. Listen, they're six and three. They're doing great. Right. I, today's not the day to pick him apart. Fair point, All I'll say is I'm still waiting to see what everyone sees. I, I don't see it. Okay. Yes, he, may, he does. He makes some good throws in the course of a game. So does every NFL quarterback. And I like the Sauce Gardner is doing stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Remember, he didn't. They they said he didn't uh, earn his nickname. No, he's no, he did it a few like weeks ago. Yeah, like week two, where he had that first or yeah. whatever it was. He had his first pick, and then he earned his nickname. No, he's been great. He's confident. You know what he is? He's confident, but he's not a cocky jerk. <laughs> like he's just a nice, confident kid. That's what he. That's what he appears to be to me. I'm a little concerned. He looks like a stick figure. Like he's well, he looks like the t- like his legs look so thin. I'm worried they're gonna get snapped. No, you would know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Jerry. He'll be fine. Thin legged guys. I got news for you. His legs are a lot stronger than yours. He'll be just fine. Yeah, I'm sure his legs look thin on the football field with other football players. I right, sure bring him was- in here. He'll look like a huge <laughs> dude. I know. <laughs> yeah, if you were in here, I'm sure you'd have very thick thighs and v- uh, thick. Um, oh, you have very calves. thick thighs. Mm. <laughs> Hi, Sauce. May I call you Sauce? <laughs> I like your thick thighs. And he was the one that had coverage on Gabe Davis on that final play. Yes. To where, you know, it's funny. If there are people out there that have conspiracy theories about the NFL with the way they call pass interference, I'm surprised they didn't call it because you feel like the league wants the Bills. Yes. But no, and it was a good play. Quite frankly, he dropped the ball. Probably should have caught it. But uh, he was the one that was on coverage on that play. And then uh, you mentioned earlier, Jerry, the Packers lost to the freaking Lions. Yes, correct. And not only did they lose... Aaron Rodgers threw three interceptions. That one in the end zone was just hideous. I mean, I don't know if guys are running the wrong routes. I I don't know what's going on there, but they're not good right now. And he is visibly screaming on the field. He's not, like, going to the sideline and yelling at the player. Like, he's screaming. The frustration. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, It ain't working right Ah. now. No, and uh, bad news for him, Lil Wayne, Jerry. You're familiar with the rapper Lil Wayne? Yeah, it's uh, OBJ's friend. 
Uh, yeah, OBJ's friend. Right, uh, he was the one. Right, isn't that who it was when they were killing Eli? I'm not sure. If it, it, I think it uh, probably was. You know, I like, think it was. Lil Wayne is a big NFL fan. Okay, and Lil Wayne said, "Our rest in peace to the season. We should have gotten rid of twelve before the season started." Uh oh, Lil Wayne's calling for you. Then I did notice this in the in the game. The Packers scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. It was they were losing eight nothing. I think. Yes, I, I really thought they were going to actually win that game 16-15 and just crush the Lions' spirit again. <laughs> I did, and they they got down there, too. Yeah. So they they score a touchdown and make it 8-6. They're going to go for the two-point conversion. Right. But on the touchdown pass, the receiver that caught it rips his helmet off. No penalty. So What was up with I that? I thought that, too. I don't know that he ripped his helmet off as much as it was coming off from the play. and I, And he wasn't demonstrative... He didn't throw it. I think it was kind of coming off, and he yeah. just and and he just kind of walked away. Mm. So I think that's part of it. Mm-mm-mm. That that I don't think that was. I don't think you would have called that excessive celebration. But I just thought removal of the helmet was. I don't know the answer to that because that would have backed them up. They couldn't. But, but this was a lot different than the one in Atlanta last All week right. with the Panther. I forget who it was, but yes, just something I was noticing, Jerry. But By that the way. passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. That's the other thing, too, and I don't know the answer to this. I wasn't watching the game. Why did the Lions go for two in their first I touchdown? don't know. What are we do- like? What are you doing? <laughs> and it worked out this time fine. It's the, all these teams, they've lost their minds. You're right. Because you, like, what are you, just kick the extra point. Right. You're playing the Packers, who normally do very well against the Lions. You score a touchdown, kick the freaking oh, extra point. God. Because if you don't get the two point conversion, they go down. And now you're chasing it. Right. But whatever. I would never Oops. go for two until it was the fourth quarter, but that's me. And I guess the, you know, the analytic people tell you when you're supposed to do it or not. I didn't realize first touchdown of the game, analytically, that makes sense. Yeah, let's okay. go for two. God, it is, uh, whatever. It's and, mind-numbing. And Dan Campbell looked happy, Jerry. He got away. It's about time. How he, about how about that division, though, right now? You realize the Vikings are 7-1 and one with, like, a four-game lead. Like, the Packers are 3-6. and six. They're in second place. At 3-6. and six. Yes, in that division. I think the Bears are... Hmm. I think the bear, no, the Bears. Bears two and wins. five, three, two and six, three and six. What the hell are they? They're somewhere like that. They're not good. And the Lions only have two wins. That's your division. Good luck. And did you see Kirk Cousins on the plane? And the the video that's got over five million views already. I saw him shirtless, shirtless with chains hanging around his neck, dancing very awkwardly on a plane on the team plane. Yeah. Uh, I was nervous, like, if I was on the plane. I don't want everybody up dancing. <laughs> well, maybe they weren't flying yet. Okay, that maybe could be. Maybe they were waiting taxi. Okay, that could be. Well. Yeah, because I was like, mm. Even still, I don't think anything's going to happen. But All these guys jumping up and down. The on plane's that not going to shake out of the sky. Oh, 
Oh, there it goes. No, not funny. Not don't do that. No, 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 no. Don't Kirk hear Cousins that. dancing it, it crashed the plane. I do like though how they're so happy. If it wasn't for your guy Taylor Heineke throwing a horrendous interception, Washington wins that game. Yeah, he did throw a bad interception. Oh, brutal. At the wrong time, wrong spot on the field. And it wasn't long after they were telling the story about, you know, they love Taylor Heineke here. Now, a few a few minutes prior, they were chanting Heineke, right? And they're telling the story about they're promoting 2023 season tickets with Taylor Heineke. <laughs> and then he throws just a garbage <laughs> interception that costs them the game. Oh, life of an NFL quarterback. Yep. I'm telling you. How about Joe Mixon, Jerry? Five yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, You're not impressed by that? Uh, they, please. The Panthers were brutal yesterday. It was 42 nothing, wasn't it? It was, uh, yeah, it was a blowout. At Over 35-7, then 42-7. Well, it was so bad they put Baker Mayfield in. Yeah. But that dude scored five TDs. Yeah, I know. Jerry, that's something for the fantasy people. Is no, that pretty good, Al, or is that? No, that's pretty good. <laughs> yes, that was Scott Hansen the whole time. Oh, man. He loves fantasy. Right now, people are uh, Googling their, their fantasy teams. It's yeah. not fantasy teams. They're, um, yeah, your fantasy yeah, teams fantasy, to see who you're yeah. playing against. Please, no Joe Mixon. Ooh, no Joe Mixon. Ooh, ooh, ooh. He yeah. had four of them in the first half. I know he did. He ran for like almost 200 yards. He had 60 yards receiving. Pretty good. That's what I miss about the current day NFL, the one guy dominating with touchdowns. Okay. Like, like I feel like Tony Dorsett had multiple games where he five touchdowns. No, he. No, I don't think he ever had a game with five touchdowns. Actually, never once. He did have a ninety-nine yard touchdown run on Monday Night Football against the uh, the Vikings. That was cool. So that's kind of neat. That was a cool one. You know, Danny White handed the ball off in the end zone. Pfft, there he goes. Gone. And ran everybody. Tiptoeing along the sideline. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. On that the was, turf. That was the Metrodome, right? Metrodome. Yeah. And I think the Cowboys had 10 men on the field, I think. Yes. The Cowboys did or the Vikings yeah. did? Cowboys. Cowboys. Is that true? And still did it. I did not know that. Hey, you learn Tony. something every day. That's Tony Dorsett. That was Tony Dorsett. Give yes. me the ball. Number 33. Yeah. Now I they, did notice they, I mean, they've used number 33, but I noticed they have a new kid that's wearing 34 now, which Herschel Walker had it, and guys have worn it since. It's just still, I see 34, it still looks weird to me. Yeah, well, it was always weird to even seeing Cole Beasley wearing number 11. 11. Yeah, you're right. a wide receiver. Now, Micah Parsons has and they got a linebacker wearing number yeah. 11 or an edge rusher, whatever you want to call him. So it is It is definitely different. I still don't like that with these, like, single digits being used. When we were, uh, so it's funny. So when I did the Cowboys game, who'd they play? They played the Bears. No, I didn't do the Cowboy Bears game. They played. God, I don't. The oh, Lions. Lions. So it was Cowboys. Lions. My God, help me. Um, so we so we walk around. We get down in the field, um, and it's people are calling for him left and right. Danny White, and it's cool. I mean, he's taking pictures. He's signing autographs, and it's it's like Boomer walking around. You know, around here. But when we were done, we had to go to like a different elevator in like the bowels of of AT and T Stadium. And there was a much younger fan that was waiting at an elevator who's wearing number 11. And so we're walking, and Danny's like, he goes, this is a young fella. There's no chance he recognizes me. I'm like, okay. So he walks up to him. He's like, hey, how you doing? And the kid's like, I'm good. He goes, man, I'd be really excited if, uh, if, if the name White was on the back of that jersey. And the kid looked dumbfounded. He goes, no, Micah Parsons. <laughs> Have a good day, sir. I <laughs> just walked away. <laughs> like, he didn't even get it. But that was, I would say he was probably like 16, 17 years old. Yeah. No clue. Not a clue. And this was after he must have taken 10 pictures and signed a 1,000 autographs. And then he ran into a kid that, mm, not so much. Does Danny White still live out there or is he in Arizona? Lives in Arizona. Yes. And I would live in Dallas where everyone knows me. 
I think he's well. Cool. No, but remember where he was very successful as a coach, the Arizona Rattlers. So I think he's doing just fine. The arena football. Yes. Right? He did that for a long time. Yeah. So anyway, all right, quick break. Five thirty seven. Man, we need more time. There's still so much to get to and not much time to get to it. But that's why Boomer and Gio are here. They'll do everything between 6 and 10 on the fan. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You, were, you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.